0: And a guest today, Mr. Peter Page, folks. I am so proud to present Peter. He has been, as some of you know, uh, Peter has appeared on uh, Queerest Folk back 2000 to 2005. I, I believe that it was. Is that correct? That is correct, sir. And he was. Uh, he played Emmett a uh, Honeycut. That's it. Hey, I got to get it one way or another. Um, so you know, I really want to call you Emmett. Um, for the life of me. Uh, But Peter, tell me what has been going on in in your world since the days that you were on uh, uh, Queer as Folk?
1: Uh, Well, after after, uh, Queer ended, I basically started transitioning from acting to writing and directing. I wrote and directed a feature called Say Uncle, and then got a writing partner and started writing some uh, pilots and some features. Um, we put a show called The Fosters on the air in 2012, that ran for five years, we spun that show off to a new show called Good Trouble, and that's still running now. Um, in addition to that, I just directed, uh, wrote and directed, uh, co-wrote and directed a feature, uh, called The Thing About Harry, um, that, uh, that came out on Freeform and Hulu this year. And um, and that's uh, that's me. So I've I've become a, a creator and and showrunner and um, you know d- director. That the, that's been the, the real focus of the last decade for me.
0: Well, of any character that you have ever portrayed, which one uh, do you miss doing the most?
1: Oh, I mean, it's, you know, I, I I played anyone nearly as long as I played Emmett. So uh, he's certainly near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, there, there are a few plays that I've done in my career where I played really, really compelling and, and interesting people um, that that I would rank right up there, w- you know, alongside Emmett. But um, but Emmett is you know Emmett, Emmett is the uh, certainly the zenith of my acting career. So I'd have to say him
0: you know i i heard your statement last night you are yesterday you were on another talk show with Dell uh, shores and emerson i love those guys um del actually i don't know if you are a, a, a fan of Dell's or have, have watched uh Sorted lives or, or the the whole series of movies but i mean that is really some messed up stuff but it is absolutely it's comical um and he is a comic genius for that
1: but he he's hilarious and he wrote you know he wrote a ton of, he wrote for three years on queers folk and he wrote a ton of stuff for Emmett a lot of a lot of the the Emmett southern backstory stuff came out of came out of Dell for sure
0: you know I remember something about the Emmett character that his family was from Mississippi or something uh to that uh, effect that's uh, correct as a hey i mean I'm, hey i've I've been a, a long time fan we have we have the the cds uh, our dVDs in in the other room um, of qAF and we we absolutely adore it because you know with every episode there was sort of a lesson behind it and something for people to walk away with and you sure. know for, for a for a, a viewer but was there any episode specifically of that show that really stood out that you said you know what I've got to remember that. There was something in it
1: that really spoke to me. Oh, there were several. I mean, there were several episodes that really, I I think I, I would, you know, there were like about 10 episodes of that show. We did 84 total, I think. And there were about 10 episodes of that show I would hold up against the best of of premium cable. I think there are <clears throat> some really compelling stories. For For me, the one um, the, the episode where Emmett um, thought he was HIV positive, I think, was a really powerful and beautiful episode that, that works not just because of Emmett's storyline, but the whole episode was kind of amazing.
0: I uh, agree uh, completely. You know, so folks, if you have not seen QAF, you really need to watch this. You really need to get this. Um, it, to, to me, it is, you know, it, it's down home and it speaks to the soul. Um, it does. So tell me about working with Sharon. How did that work out? Um, uh, I I heard some things about the food that she would serve in the diner and things, um, that she actually made that. Was that real?
1: Was that right? No, I don't think Sharon made that. I don't think that's true. Um, she, uh, Sharon is one of my favorite people on the planet though. I, I will never forget my first scene with her. The first scene, it was just the two of us. I was standing there. Uh, it was at an art opening um, in, I think, episode seven of season one. And I was standing there in this hallway looking at this painting and standing next to me is Sharon Glass. And I was like, I am shooting a scene with Sharon Glass. Like that, I, I just can't even believe it. Like I'm such a fan. She's such an amazing <laughs> talent. And also just really an extraordinary, extraordinary woman. Like were, a good, good, kind um, woman who I, who, whom were, I have come to love deeply.
0: Were you starstruck when you met her?
1: Of course. <laughs> I had two Emmys and two Golden Globes. And, you know, Queer as Folk was my big break. I just turned 30 and, and uh, I'd been guest starring on things and testing for things. But it was a big opportunity for me. So uh, absolutely I was. And we all worked. We all worked for a week or so before Sharon showed up. Um so she the day she came to set was all it was very exciting we were all like oh Sharon oh Sharon's here Sharon's here so um but she's an like I said she's an absolute love and I consider her a very dear friend to this day her character
0: i mean i i would only had wished that that my own mother would have been more like her character um when it came to to the way that she dealt with michael um, but, you know, one of the scenes, though, and I've got to say this because it was hysterical, um, in in Sharon's house, or or in uh, Miss Novotny's house, that is, um, you were bent over a, a table, and her her boyfriend, I don't know that she married the guy yet, but he was right behind you, and right. it looked like you two were really kind of doing something um, on the table, and uh, Steve, my partner, and I, we just laughed, we thought, oh my God. Gosh, that was the funniest thing, um, but that to me that stands out. <laughs> no pun intended.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. There we 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 had lots of fun. That was a, that was Peter McNeil, I think, right, D- Detective Horvath. Yes, who, yes, yes. But just also just a love. What a good human. What a really good human. So we're having a um, on Friday, I guess, and I think this airs on Friday, right? Um, yes. We're having a um, a virtual queerest Folk Convention to raise money for charity for Centerlink which is the organization of of most of the LGBT centers, um, not just in the United States and Canada, but kind of all around the world. So um, we're gonna try to raise some good money for them and uh, get back and tell some stories and celebrate the good times. We're bringing on a bunch of guest stars and some directors and some of the writers, and it'll be a really, really wonderful event. You can find it on, um, it's uh, airing on YouTube. Um, If you go to my Twitter um, or Scott Lowell's uh, Twitter or Instagram, You'll, uh, you'll find everything you need.
0: So it's gonna be live on YouTube? Yes. Isn't that awesome? So
1: how much money are you guys uh, hoping to raise for, uh, for the group? You have, I mean, you know, as much as we possibly, possibly, possibly can. We're asking everybody who, who watches to make a, you know, like a $5 donation, um, but there's some opportunities if you wanna maybe um, get on camera and, and have, uh, have a few minutes to talk with one of your favorite actors. Um, there are some opportunities for a little, a little more giving uh, that that you can do that. So, um, we're hoping that uh, you know it's been 20 years; it's our 20th anniversary since we went on the air, and we're hoping to exploit that opportunity to raise a lot of money for some people who really need it.
0: Now, you you also were were doing something local. I think that you're that you are in Los Angeles, right? And That's- you're doing something with an LGBT center there in LA. What was what was that um, uh, event?
1: Well, it wasn't just an event. I have been uh, on the board of the LA LGBT Center, which is the largest LGBT organization in the world. Um, I was on the board for about 12, 13 years. Um, I just retired, or just stepped down from the board uh, in December, but um, it's an incredible, incredible organization that I still give money to and still um, support with my whole heart, um, uh, and they're part of Centerlink, so they too will benefit from uh, from this uh, from this fundraiser, so. Um, it it's really the amount of good the L.A. Center does is really it's hard to describe.
0: Now, you know, one thing that I that I did catch on to last night uh, when uh, folks, Peter, he was on uh, the Dell Shores and Emerson, um, uh, one of their shows um, last night. And I was I was really dumbfounded, but it was very interesting. And I really wish that they would have done a follow up question about it so I will because they 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 completely missed it um sure. but on one of the episodes of QAF um uh, back when um uh well it was uh, Scott Lowell, he, his character um uh when when he became so addicted to drugs um mm-hmm. and you were you were you know you and his character were sort of in uh, in the, in the hot seas for one another, I guess. And, but he, he completely bottomed out on drugs. But my question is, um, uh, since that taping, um, how has that specifically influenced or, uh, well, I guess influenced your life because I know that a lot of LGBT, uh, uh persons, um, do have issues with drug abuse and alcoholism um and here they're they're really needing help because they're hurting what would you say
1: to them uh you know look there there's help out there there's help out there there's there's um <clears throat> uh, a lot <clears throat> excuse me there you know there there there's aa and um all, you know a lot a lot of the lgbt centers have um crystal meth anonymous and there's um, get help. It's out there. You can't do it alone, but you don't have to do it alone.
0: You know, I think it's it's so empowering, um, uh, uh, Peter, with, with your with your statements. It really is. I still look up to you. Hey, I, I'm like a no-name brand <laughs> uh, generic something on the shelf at the grocery store. Um, I mean, I've always thought of myself that way. But, you know, you have a lot of people that really look up to you and, and to your character. Uh, if if it was the uh, the the uh, Emmett character that people uh, just adore you for or if it's you for being you that they love you for. But, you know, so when they hear something so positive that they can do it and they can press forward um, uh, coming from you, they really
1: appreciate that. And I I do want you to know that. Well, thank you so much. I hope I, I, you know, a little sometimes we just need a little inspiration um, to get to get ourselves over the edge. You're worth it. You're worth, you know, your life is worth saving. So so go save it.
0: So tell me about uh, Amen, Sister. Everybody can say amen. Where's um, the amen choir? Um, so t- the the event that you're going to be doing on May the first uh, mm-hmm. with everyone, um, I guess everybody is going to be uh, what from their homes doing this uh, um, yep. uh, live event.
1: Yep, the you know the same way everybody's doing everything now. Um, I don't know if you saw any of the Son Time ninetieth ninetieth uh, uh, birthday concert, but it was fantastic seeing. You know, Meryl Streep and Christine Baranski and Audra McDonald all singing a, 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 a trio from their homes. Um, really just incredible. Laura Benanti sang a song from her bathroom floor, literally. <laughs> um, you know, but that's what it is. That's this moment in time. And um, we're, we're all stuck at home um, and we need to stay stuck at home until we get this figured out. So um, we're hoping to bring a little distraction, a little delight and to raise a little money. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you know, I I am looking forward to that event. I will be watching it as well. Um, uh, do you know if Gail is going to be there or uh, Justin? I can't remember what is what is. Uh, Randy Harrison
1: will be there. Randy. Uh, Gail's not available, so he is not, as of now, at least not planning not, not planning to attend. Um, and Taya's not, not able to attend, but everybody else will be there. So there's a nice, nice big chunk of us and, uh, and truly guest stars, people you loved who never get to do this kind of thing. You know, we're trying to take advantage of the, of the, um, the virtual commuting. So, uh, so we're going to br- bring, all sorts of your, your favorite recurring characters and g- you know, give you a chance to talk, to hear a little bit of conversation with the writers and the directors and, and the, the hair and makeup team and people like that. Really, really fun stuff.
0: Now, is there any possibility that they would be doing a reboot of QAF uh, in, the, uh,
1: in the future? Uh, there has been talk of one. There was one that, that was sort of rolling around town uh, as recently as last year that sort of didn't have any of us involved in it. Um, it, was, it was a total new, new city, new characters, you know, kind of just taking the, the brand and, and rebooting it. Um, uh, I don't know if that's going forward or not. I honestly haven't heard. Um, so, um, we'll see. We'll see.
0: I think it would be awesome if it did, but it would only make sense if the original cast was coming back. Um, now I watched, I don't know if you have watched the, the British version of it. Um, it was a very short lived series over there and, you know, I was like, you know what, there's gotta be more than that. And suddenly I find, guess what? There isn't um but that's really um what what got me hooked on qaf a long time ago um but you've done a lot of stuff um a a lot of different uh job uh descriptions i guess from from actor now to to director um and your life has really turned completely upside down i think from from the days of qaf would you agree
1: uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd say it, 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 it's upside down. I would just say that I widened the road a bit. You know what I mean? I got, I got into a different lane. Because um, it's all still, tell, tell, still telling stories. It's all, you know, and I, I um, one of the things I'm most grateful to Queer Folk for is that it taught me that entertainment can change the conversation, that you can use television to affect um, the way that people think and um and that is sort of what i've been committed to doing in my work ever since and um and so i'm i like i said i i've i've changed lanes um i occasionally dip back into the to the acting lane i did um i appeared in the movie the thing about harry i have a nice little supporting role in that movie um and then i just um, in fact tomorrow night thursday night um i'm on uh, i'm guest starring on on station 19 um just a, a friend called and said, would you be interested in doing this? And she was like, I, I, I thought of you. And I was like, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. So um, uh, so I'm occasionally acting again. But I, but um, right now, you know, my focus is using my voice as a writer and a director to tell stories that um, that that somehow, um, you know, examine the world that we live in and the world that we want to live in.
0: Well, I know you and and. Um... Uh oh gee whiz. Uh, Scott, both of you um are have really taken this by the horns and have gotten into uh to directing. But what has happened with with um with Gail? Um has he gone into to directing or is he still uh doing uh guest spots,
1: I guess? You know, you'd have to ask Gail. Um, but I, you know, my sense is he's—he's—you know, Gail's always been interested in producing, and I think that that's—that that's, that that's a, an avenue he is uh, traveling down at this point.
0: And could you imagine if Sharon uh, herself started getting into directing? That would be absolutely hysterical, but funny. Uh, I mean, I've got to say, um, yeah, I'd, I'd want to watch what she come up with. But has she talked about it?
1: I—I <laughs> I don't think Sharon. I don't think Sharon has any interest in getting into that lane. I don't think she ever has Sharon is an actress through and through and loves her job loves loves directors and and probably would be a great one but I don't think it's anything that holds a lot of interest for her
0: well le- listen the the event that is upcoming on the first can you um say again or plug that again uh as to uh who it's for it's um uh, and how people can watch that if they're going to be able to to uh, maybe at a later date look at uh, your YouTube uh, channel. It, it'll be up. It'll be up for
1: a while, and there'll be opportunities to donate. Um, it's a, it is a benefit for CenterLink, which is the international organization of LGBT centers from around the world. Um, the uh, it's called it's called May Day Homestay Gay Play because um, it's May Day is May first. We are all staying at home like we're supposed to, and we're gonna have we're gonna have a little a good a good old gay time, a little gay play. So um, uh, that uh, you can find it on um, you can look up those words. You can go to YouTube and search for it. Um, you can find it on the Center League website. Um, uh, you can go to Scott Lowell's Instagram or Twitter. You can go to my Instagram or Twitter. Um, Robert Gant, Michelle Clooney. We've all we're all putting the word out. So come join us ask us some fun questions um and uh, and and uh, join us to kind of work our way through the five uh the five beloved seasons of queers folk
0: i definitely will be uh, plugging that out as well on the live show and on social media if that's okay with you of um course. Sure I, I think that it'd be just lovely and you know i i know that there's uh people that could use the help and you guys are right on time right on target with that well peter you know what i I, I hate to end the the, uh, the interview with you, but I know that your time is is of the essence, and and
1: you've got things going on when it comes to this upcoming I, I, event. Thank you so much. I got I got I do I have I have another interview coming up in just a few minutes, so I should go. But I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much for your support, and uh, and you take care of yourself. Stay safe. Stay sane. Okay, Robert.
0: You too, Peter. And and for crying out loud, you know, hey, any time that you want to come back on, hey, you are more than welcome anytime. Got it. Hey, now, by the way, yes. I will send you a, a, a note on your uh, your Twitter account. <laughs>
1: okay. Thanks, so Robert. I'll,
0: I'll get that off to you here, uh, here shortly. something that I came up with that you'll want to know. Trust me. All right. All right, Peter. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you, Robert. Nice to meet you.
0: You too. Bye-bye.